Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games and what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and all the other geeky stuff we end up talking about along the way. Uh, you can tell I am not Mark. I will be uh, the uh, one of your hosts tonight, and I'm Matt. And with me tonight is the man, the legend, the guy whose forehead is most prominent in all of our podcasts, Turo. Yay! It's because I'm reading like this. I read because I'm blind. I'm like, oh, that's a word. Isn't that why you have glasses? Yeah, I'm still so blind. <laughs> uh, and also tonight we have Kate. Oh. Woo. All right. So as you can tell, it's a light not here so we can talk about sports. <laughs> sports balls. Let's see. Uh... The Packers are 2-0 and so far. Uh, <laughs> I can't watch a single football game yet. I'm so bummed. Um, Jay Cutler still, uh, you know, being Jay Cutler. Uh, let's see. He's still got dropsies for life. Interceptionitis. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, oh, no, it's Romo that's collarbone's broken. Does, yeah. Doesn't Cutler have an injury, though, too? Probably. When does he, he not? I think he... No, is true. Anyway, okay, that's exceeded my depth of sports ball. This is why we need Dave here, because he knows all the sports ball things. But anyway, um, so uh, we will go ahead and start out this gathering of the minds, as we often do, with what have we been up to this week? And uh, I'm going to make an audible here. If you want to talk about TV, since we haven't had a veg in like three weeks, knock yourself out. Oh, snap. Okay, you've got <laughs> like a ten-minute limit, Turo. All right, it's got the watch. Turo, what you been up to? Okay. Oh, I've been playing Pokemon, and I finally I Again. was able. To, yeah, I've been able to acquire a Hoopa finally, so that was pretty cool. Hoopa. Uh, yeah. So as soon as it happened, I took a photo and sent it to your son. Because he asked me, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm giving up on catching a hoopa or getting a hoopa. And he was like, aw. <laughs> and, and, so, and then the next day, there it was. So I was like, oh, no way. And then I double-checked it and everything. It is not hacked. It's actually real. So I was very, very happy. Um, that's it as far as video games. Clash of Clans, like crazy, because we're in all sorts of crazy wars right now. Uh, Destiny is being loaded up in the background, so my girlfriend is betraying me. Um, and a bunch of my friends at work want me to play Destiny, but I told them I'm not going to get it until the Taking King goes on sale, and we'll see what happens. And then we've been marathoning Game of Thrones like crazy. We are episode or season five, episode eight, and we started this endeavor the last week of August. Yeah, so we've been. All the way through. That's um, not marathon. Well, that's the working a buttload of hours and then going on vacation to hang out with these guys and oh, then yeah, coming back. <laughs> because we still, not only did we go, but at night when we were at Mark's, I would load up my laptop and I was like, just one episode. <laughs> so we were at Mark's sucking on his Wi Fi. And watching Game of Thrones, but we only watched two episodes while we were down there the entire time. We were just hanging out. Did you start from the beginning? Uh, yeah, from the beginning. Um, well, I've seen episode or season one, two, and three, and Samo hasn't seen any of it. So she saw all of it, and it was neat seeing her reaction through all the big. <laughs> ah! 
And then the the one part that I thought she that I thought wasn't gonna matter to her, she was the saddest. Out of all these other parts, she was the saddest at this one moment in season four. And I was like, seriously, out of all that, that made you sad? Out of all everything of the the show, that part made you sad. <laughs> okay, whatever. So it was very funny. And then the not a lot of movies. It's just marathoning that, and then we're going to go from that to Boardwalk Empire, and then Boardwalk Empire back to Seinfeld. And then that's it. Working a bunch. Yeah. All right. Kate, yeah. what have you been up to? I haven't really been playing anything. Like, I haven't even been playing Record Keeper. Um, I don't know if I'm just getting bored of it or if I'm just in a gaming slump. Um... Like, I haven't even been on for the level up days, so I don't know if it's kind of at its life's end for me. We'll see. Uh, I have been watching TV, though. I marathoned um, Coven and Freak Show of the American Horror Story seasons uh, yesterday and today. And get, getting ready for Hotel, which starts next week. Um... I started watching Gotham again because it was premiere was on. Oh, it just started. So did South Park. Man, all these shows were falling behind on. <gasps> yeah, Flash is starting next week. Uh, no, another week. It's October sixth, I think. Well, I know my DVR was getting a lot of work out tonight because there was stuff that's like I watch, and then there's stuff like my parents watch. So. It was, like, recording all that stuff, because, like, Empire started, and um, Survivor, which they watched, started, and How to Get Away with Murder starts on Thursday, and I didn't, I didn't check out Blind Spot. Did either of you watch that? No, I meant to record it, and I must have forgot to go in and set it. I went in and set the recording for Minority Report, and I thought I did Blind Spot at the same time, but apparently I didn't, so... But it should be on Hulu, I'm thinking, so I'm, I'm yeah. expecting to go back and catch that up this weekend. And I've been watching Face Off. I've been doing more, like, watching things than playing games. Like, I literally have not turned... I turned on my PS4 download, like, something, but then I didn't even touch it. That's it. Yeah, uh, kind of in the same boat. I haven't played a ton, uh, and what I have played has mostly been mobile, which for me is pretty sad. Um, but uh, I've played Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I've caught up. On, I've kept up on all of the event stuff. I still like never have time to play the regular levels. Uh, but the only thing I'm missing so far is the second crystal from the last event dungeon. Uh, might try and take I another. That. I got that stuff. Like yeah. I, uh, like we said before the podcast started, um, I defeated that boss fa- I think fairly easily. I just yeah, don't even I don't, remember what what is the boss. I don't even remember. I'm trying to remember now because I'm getting it mixed up with the other thing I did the other night where it was a ranged boss and I didn't read ahead of time and had absolutely no. No, I know it's not. Yeah, I, I, I know not it's ranged not a ranged one. boss. But what it was, but it was just something that it wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, is it the one where um, the dude's like a minotaur and he like slams on the roof of the mine? Oh, yep, that's the one. Yep. Oh yeah. 
because the the minion things he summons are a hundred times harder than the ones that you fight through the levels. You need something that's like an AOE attack. I think that's yeah. how I did I think, it. I think that's what I determined was my big problem was I didn't bring the right wandering warrior with. Like, I had, I think, Garnet with a level 3 Rama. Mm-hmm. Or Ramu or whatever. Um, so she was doing AoE attacks. Uh, and also bringing a roaming warrior that has like a good AoE attack like Vanille or Sephiroth or, you know, someone like that. Yeah. So uh, I'll take another run at that. I think that's open till the 1st, if I remember correctly. So. Yeah, the 30th. It's it's a longer event. Yeah. So And it's Final Fantasy fourteen for those of you who don't... Uh, are, it kind of makes me... Following, so. Like, I've been actually considering getting into Final Fantasy fourteen, but then I was like, does it have a, a monthly subscriber fee? Yeah, it does. Um, I I loaded when we got the... When the PS4 came out and it came out on PS4 shortly thereafter, I downloaded it to do the trial period... And uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I could see getting sucked into it, but see, then heard, he has I've a monthly fee. More, and... Yeah, I've heard it's more solo friendly than Eleven was. See, I mm-hmm. played Eleven for a while, and that was my biggest problem. Was most of the time you just sat there waiting for parties. Yeah, Eleven was very team happy, uh, team heavy. Uh, Fourteen, I, I think, as with any MMO for the most part, will be a lot easier if you have a team, but it is more friendly, especially in the earlier parts, to being able to kind of just solo through the story stuff. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think considered it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was fun, but again, I, I just couldn't justify a monthly subscription fee. I'm not the, you know, sit and play one game for months on end kind of mentality usually. So. Yeah, I was kind of worried about getting addicted to it too. Uh, let's see, I've also been playing Tap Titans, super casual still. I think I've prestiged five times. Last I talked to John, I think he'd prestiged like 64 times. So I'm um, glad I still haven't downloaded that. <laughs> also been uh, pretty uh, soft-shoeing it recently with Star Wars Uprising, basically logging in enough to do my dailies and, and manage my crew a couple times a day. Um, did manage to take a couple of story missions last time I was in, but... Uh, it's getting to the point where it's kind of tricky because you, it's hard to keep your characters rating up to match up with the level stuff you have access. So you have a level and you have a rating, and your rating is based on your gear and your level is based on your well level. And the the stuff to evolve gear is stupid rare. So And then on top of that, you have to have enough money. Like, I'm waiting to earn 20,000 credits so I can upgrade my blaster, which is taking forever to do. Um, And then also, the only thing I've played on console in the last week is Axiom Verge. Uh, I had about a half hour one night. Uh, We had a a family emergency over the end of last week and over the weekend, so it kind of blew a hole in a lot of my gaming time. But, um, so we... uh, yeah, just uh, haven't haven't really had much time to sit down with the PS4. Uh, the kids have been still acclimating with the Wii U that we acquired. Um, but the funny thing is, is you know, it's like the same games that they play on the Wii. So they're playing like Smash Brothers <laughs> and and carding games, and it's like, okay, then why do we get the Wii U? You're playing the exact kind of same games. Uh, it's the Wii 2.0. Yeah, it really, really, it is. Um, so like I said, so far I haven't thrown in. I think the only well, they have Monster Hunter on there, which I've played, which is pretty good. Um, and then the the Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2, I yeah, haven't. Yeah, Bayonetta's the only thing I want to play on that. 
I haven't thrown that in yet, so I'm not sure how it transitioned to the to the Wii U very well yet, or how well it did transition yet. So uh, we'll we'll see on that. And then on TV fronts, all the shows are starting. You know, uh, cleaned up uh, cleaned up the. Um, Dang it, the the strain. So I'm caught up on that. I think there's only two episodes left of that. It's actually managed to get not horrible. I was this close to not watching another episode, and then at the end they introduced a character who was pretty badass. And so I was like, oh, I'll give it a couple more episodes. And it's actually like the strain, like Guillermo del Toro show thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I didn't know it was iffy. So yeah, it's it's season one's really meh. Um, it starts out good and then tr- trickles out really fast. And then season two just is that the general consensus or just your opinion? Um, I, that's definitely my opinion. Uh, I honest, well, I don't know. I really haven't looked online to see what others' opinions are. I I just kind of assume that that's probably what most people think of it, but maybe not. Um, With your opinions, I wouldn't. <laughs> this is fair enough. Um. Watched the end of Under the Dome. That's no longer with us, and I can't say that that was a bad decision on their part. Um, and the premiere of Doctor Who. Holy crap! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <sighs> yeah, holy crap! So. I'm just so glad. It feels like RTD is behind it all now. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It finally feels like this is what it has to has what it was supposed to be since season five. That's, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like this feels like oh, there's season five. I I, I was a little <laughs> worried when I saw Stephen Moffat's name as the writing credits, but then the episode got going, and I'm like, okay, I don't know who beat him over the head with a baseball bat or cricket stick or whatever they call it. Uh, Man. But somebody did something, and wow, yeah. If they keep that up, this is going to be a season to go down in, in history, that's for sure. It was just hit after hit after hit of reference that I haven't even heard since the RTD, uh, I guess, era. And it just felt so good because I was just freaking out the entire time. I was like, Samo, they just said this. Samo, they just said this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Over and over again, I'm like, yes, yeah, oh. I was just so happy. I was and, just, and, and and only in Doctor Who could you have that entrance. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, ah, uh, ridiculously but, awesome. I just want all of it now. Yeah, and, well, and this is after I just watched right before it happened. I just watched um, the Night of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor, and. Night, day, and time of the Doctor. Whenever that whole deal happened, I rewatched all of those because I was gonna rewatch all of season eight mm-hmm. to get myself ready. And I only got to season or episode one, and it's kind of cool seeing how the Doctor's changed since episode one. Whether it be the writers or the fans or just how Capaldi is portraying him, and the little bits that I missed at the beginning that just make sense later. I'm like. Oh, 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 like that. Right. Ah. Anyway, continue, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. Um, and then uh, I did watch the premiere of Minority Report. Wasn't as good as I was hoping, but it's good enough for me to give it a few more episodes to see where it's going to go. Missed Blind Spot. I'll be catching back up on that. And then over the next two weeks, like, everything starts. 
Uh, sixth is Flash. Seventh is Arrow. Uh, next week has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and there's all kinds of stuff I'm sure I'm forgetting in the middle there. There's just tons of stuff. Oh, Castle started. I haven't watched that yet. That was good. Uh, so far behind. It was good. It was good? That's good. I watched good. Castle. Okay, cool. So I got that to look forward Gotham to. Gotham was good. Oh, okay, there we're going to diverge because uh, Gotham, I thought, it it was utter shite. It was terrible. <gasps> what? No, granted, I have not been the biggest Gotham fan the whole time. And then we all kind of had the consensus that the season just lost its mind. To me, this okay. was no better than the season finale. Maybe just a hair it, better. No. Could that, that's not, was, James, that's not James Gordon. That's... Uh, the yeah, No, it, the whole thing was just no. Well, then you can't like Arrow. Yeah, I can because I don't know anything about the Green Arrow because he's such an inconsequential character. No, because that he doesn't even Batman. have any villains that anybody you, knows. You're like, that's not Jim Gordon. You can't like Arrow because that's not Green Arrow. That's Batman. Okay. So hypocrite, hypocrite. <laughs> no, some characters just are more crucial on who they are than others. Yeah. Hypocrite. Well, and besides, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Even if I didn't think of that guy as Jim Gordon, it, it just. Didn't make was it? Sense it was to me. no. It was Dave. Dave said that he doesn't like him because he always looks like he's constipated. <laughs> well, that that wasn't that wasn't the problem for me, but it just oh, that was Dave's problem. Yeah, the the script <laughs> to me, the storyline just doesn't make any sense. Where they're trying to go with it, I don't know. Maybe it'll end up going somewhere well, but I didn't notice this at the, from the finale. I forgot. I thought uh, fish hit concrete too, but apparently she hit water. So which means we have no body. Which means the whole thing about her being gone is probably not even from that thing. height. Hitting water is like hitting concrete. It is, but not in TV. But this world. is this is comic book world. Yeah, <laughs> not in TV <laughs> world. It's not. <laughs> so um, the the one good line from uh, Under the Dome was, "I've watched enough bad movies to know if you ain't got no body, ain't nobody dead." Um, <laughs> Uh, something to that effect. So anyway, I think we have a yeah. Who farted? That was my R two D two sound. It's R two D two. Why everyone thinks that sounds like that? It very clearly to me is an electronic sound. No, in person it does sound like R two D two, but over the mic it sounded like a ketchup bottle. Like, oh, okay, fair enough. Over the mic, and wow. Sitting away You tooted your pants. Let's see. Or he's just trying to cover it up, and that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, he really did fart. He's blaming it on R two. Blame the dog. Blame the droid. Uh, (laughs) Um. So uh, I think that's enough of that. Um. But yeah, seriously, even even the whole characterization of Gordon aside, the the uh, they did nothing to entice me back. So I'll probably keep watching it just so I can complain about it. But that's about it. So, I guess that takes us to our news segment. Yay. So, uh, I know Kate has some news, so what well, is Tokyo Game ahead? Show happened over the weekend, so there's lots of stuff that came out of that, but um, what, the one thing I care about is Live Extreme 3. They announced the official cast because they were doing like a vote with themes for which nine female characters would make the game. So they announced which characters that they were, and they also announced that it's going to be VR compatible. So I was like, woo, perverts unite. 
<laughs> so um, do do we say which, uh, which VR systems that that's going to work with, or just a generic just, announcement at this point? It just was a very generic announcement. An announced for a 2016 release, but shut up, mom! I'm playing volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dead or Alive Extreme gets a lot of, like, I guess because it's the most famous of those, but it's also the tamest if you, like, look at some Japanese games, especially when I was watching TGS, it's just like, what the hell is this game? And I was just like, some of the stuff that they come up with, if you think, like, Dead or Alive Extreme is perverse, you haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things, especially when you don't understand Japanese and you're watching, like, Tokyo Game Show, it's just like, what the frick is this game? Like, I seriously have no idea. You forgot it's to turn like, on the subtitles. <laughs> I think that's why, for the most part, all the news we saw was for TGS in North America was mostly just the Sony show, because they were the only major uh, worldwide vendor there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> everything else is... It's purely Japanese and stuff that's not... A lot of stuff that we'll never see the light of day stateside. But there were things... There's this game that I want to get... Like speaking of perversion, it's called Valkyrie Drive. It's made by the same people who do Senran Kagura, and it's basically like lesbian weapon fighting, <laughs> where you're like a lesbian couple, and one of the girls turns into a weapon, and you fight with them. I was like, I gotta get this game. It's only on Vita. I think so, when I'm gonna get when I'm gonna get a Vita, I think I'm just gonna get a Japanese account. Because a lot of the stuff in TGS was like, you know, they still do a lot of Vita stuff in Japan. Whereas here, yeah. we don't. It's like nothing. So I was just like, I should just get a Japanese Vita account when I get a Vita. Yeah, it's, yeah, because with, the, with, the, with the handheld world over there, it's it's a much bigger deal than, than what we have. And the only handheld... You could really, though, to TGS, you could really see them trying to push consoles, though. Like, with it was just like this big thing. I was like, you know... PS4, 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 like, please buy a PS4 so you can play these games because consoles are in trouble in Japan. Yeah, well, it, assuming Final Fantasy VII Remake actually ever happens, that will sell it all will. the PS4s in Japan. So If they backed out of it now, <laughs> their headquarters would be burned to the ground. <laughs> so, Turo, you got anything? Uh, well, it's you said we can do other news, right? Knock yourself out. Yay! Well, they have announced... I thought it was really cool. Um, in the comics of The Walking Dead, I'm still following it. And in one of later in the comics, not quite where it is in the show, they have announced a character that is going to play a really, really cool character in the comics. His name is Paul, but they call him Jesus because of how he looks. And he's also like there. He can tell if someone's being real or if they're hiding something, or he he just he knows if he can tell or if they're a good person or not, just by talking to them and, and finding out their motives and stuff. So uh, they've announced the the actor that's going to be him, and it's going to be oh no, it disappeared. Oh, there it is. Oh, I love that guy. Tom Payne. And I've never seen him in anything. He was uh, played Leon Michal Mich in the HBO series Luck, and that's the biggest thing that he's been in. 
And does he look like Jesus? No, but again, he might get a super beard going on, and that's what Jesus looks like. That's what Paul looks like. Is so hopefully that's that's further than I am. That's further than I am in the comics, so I need to catch up again. Oh man, you just get. I mean, there's no. uh, I don't know what to say. It's just awesome. And I don't know in what direction they're where I'm where I'm at in the comics. I don't know what they're thinking of right now, and it, it's scary. It's scary what they're doing, and I don't know what the show's doing. I, I they kind of just went. I think diverging. Ah! So yeah, and yeah. one main character and another main character are actually super super main characters in the new, well not the new, but in the Walking Dead comics, and like all that was done and over with. In season two, three of the show, and I was like, "How are they going to continue it this way? How is things?" Yeah, the longevity of char- characters just keep on swapping out. What happens to who? It's the same basic sequence of events. It's just kind of swapping out who does what and who lives longer than who. And, and it's so, just it's different. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, no! All of season two was one issue. All of season two was one issue. Uh, season two was like oh three. My God. It was like three issues, but yeah, that was. That was it yeah, shouldn't that was have rough. been a whole season. It, it was like I'm, we marathoned it, so when you watched it all together, uh, it wasn't as bad. But I, I imagine watching it week to week, it would have just been like, oh my god, this nothing, stupid car. The whole reveal, I was just, I was like, you uh, could see it coming a mile away though. I, I was just. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the reveal. Is there anything else? Is there something? Something else? Something's gonna be spoiled. Like... It's season two. <sighs> it happened like uh, a long time ago. I know, but it was just annoying, and I don't want to get into it. I really don't. It's just <laughs> yeah, like the whole thing with the barn is like if you didn't see that coming a mile away, like it's you've been was... television. It was nice in the comic because it was like, no, don't go there. Oh, that's what's there. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then that's it. Like two panels. That's it. <laughs> Even having seen the show before, reading the comic and knowing that was coming, it was still way better executed in the comic than it was in the yes. show. Yes. And so, anyway, uh, I'm very excited um, when certain characters showed up. Oh, when certain... Oh, you're not playing video games anymore. Uh, when certain... Um, oh, lost train of thought. Certain characters, characters were being introduced. Yeah, when they were being introduced, I was getting excited and hopeful. And then the way they were used, I, I was just, man, there's another reason why I don't want to watch it. <laughs> and, it's, it's but I, I want to. It's the most inconsistent show on television. Yes, that, that is correct. And I, I'm just like, there's people that are like, I love The Walking Dead. And I was like, you, oh, I used to. <laughs> I used to like good things. I don't know. I liked the last good. season. It was it was a it was a decent. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I gave, gave up, up around. I gave up season three, four, and my brother's really into it, and I just feel bad that I can't talk to him. So I'm like, okay, tell me some things that are happening, and I'll tell you what they might happen or might maybe go with. And <laughs> yeah, it maybe. was interesting. This last season, you saw a lot of things. Um, well, the first the hope. Fear was that they were going to drag the finale of the previous season out, which they didn't, thank God. Um, and uh, there were a lot of allegorical uh, events that they had either skipped over in previous parts where it happened previously in the series of the comics or were happening along. 
you know, and it was a lot of, this isn't quite the event you remember, but here you go. And there was one that I should have seen coming a mile away, and I totally missed it. And I, I just, I almost fell out of my chair when it happened, and I was, so that was good. Cool. But, I'll, like I said, I will catch up to it. I will marathon this one. This is going to be the next, 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 next thing to marathon because the new season is about to start. And I would like to be able to talk to my brother about this because I know he's very into it. And I, I'm like, I want to like it again. And I'm hearing anyway, things and about this theater, is another reason which I haven't watched yet either. Uh, well, this is another reason why it's getting me into is that they're introducing Jesus, which I really do like his character and how they actually uh, play with him. But if He's different from the way he's portrayed in the comic. I'm just like, gosh, dang it, again? Come on. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna wrangle this back toward games for a minute. But, uh, no! Last, oh, okay. <laughs> last week, uh, we had a, uh, an announcement from a certain vendor of games where they stop uh, regarding bundles. Uh, hardware game bundles, which you know are, you know, we have another one that just got announced, you know, for uh, PS4 and uh, Black Ops 3. Is it Black Ops 3? It's Black Ops 3, isn't it? Ops. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a bundle we're, we're, I will not be buying. Yeah, I, I got excited when I thought it was a Tron bundle for just a second. I'm like, oh no, it's not. Um, <laughs> but the um, so we're we're getting a lot of uh, hardware themed, you know, that has a theme of the game, and usually these days those are coming with a digital or a downloadable copy of the game, right? You get a little card with a code on it, you type in the code, you're able to download the game. Well, GameStop has said, no more. Why? Because they want you to sell that disc back to them later <laughs> so that they can resell it for ridiculous markup. Oh, but that, that being, uh, aside from the point, all bundles from this point forward that are being sold at GameStop will be with a physical copy of the game. Um, again, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they say, they, they say their consumers have a strong preference on this and they prefer the physical media with the bundle because they know they can trade it back in at GameStop. Um, and get $2. $2, and they turn around and sell it for 55 Um But, you know, I know uh, John uses GameStop a lot. I know Mark is quite the uh, the customer of the GameStop, not necessarily for the used and resale stuff as much, but uh, but still uh, quite a cust good customer for them. So I, I avoid them like the plague. I only go there if I have to. Um, but, you know, that... that I do like physical media. I'm old, so um, I like actually yeah, even sell it back to games. Wow, your internet's dying. Is it really? Oh, I died for a little bit there. Oh, okay. You're like, I feel You're old. Which is weird, because it shouldn't be dying, because it's perfectly fine. Is your door open or closed? Uh, the door is closed. Boom! Open it. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I'll, I'll do that here in a sec. Um, as far as digital and physical media? Um, um, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Are you done? Oh, I was yeah. just going to say, uh, what Amazon is actually doing, because I am dumb, is I did pre-order the Xbox One, the Halo 5 edition. Mm -hmm. And not only are you getting the steel case with all the codes and all the goodies for Halo 5, which is the limited edition. You don't get the disc. You actually get the code. So you actually get the steel book 
which is supposed to come with it limited, but you also get the digital code for the game so you don't ever have to blah, blah, blah. So it's cool that they're doing that. I thought that was really neat because sometimes whenever I get a digital code for the game, I'm bummed because I don't have any physical form of showing it off that I have it, especially like a steelbook or a special edition version of it. So that was really neat that Amazon or even that bundle was able to do it. So I hope they, they follow suit. Other places do that. I know that particular retailer is not going to do that, but it's neat that they're following that and going along with and hearing what people want. So I thought that was awesome. I like digital versions because I'm really lazy. I don't like going yeah. to the store. And I don't like getting up to like change the disc. And this is how you pre-order. <laughs> Boop. Yeah. And this is how you wait for it to download. Oh, it's downloaded. Boop. Play. Yeah. yeah well, I want to play the other game, but I don't want to get up. Oh, wait. I don't have to. There it is. Boop. Oh, yep. it's so good. It's so good, yeah. <laughs> like now when I... Because I, I still play... Go ahead. I still play Dead or Alive Extreme 1 on the old Xbox, the X-Barn. Um, and I hate it because it's like it doesn't have the, the button on the controller to turn it on from the chair. You have to actually get up and press a button. And it's just uh, like, it's just, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Xbox, ah... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh darn it! Stop listening! Stop listening! Okay, dang it! I knew it! On? I knew it! As soon as I was gonna say it, I, I was gonna do. Did something. it go on? Uh, it's already on. She's playing oh. Minecraft. But okay, that didn't do it. Um, yeah, I'm finding out certain words that sound like certain words will do other things. I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> what? I like don't ever use the voice control on my system. It's pretty fun and annoying, but fun and lazy. Uh, Turo. Yes, that's me. Do you ever use Xbox.com? Every once in a while to look up stuff. Whenever I'm at home or or not home, whenever I'm at work or somewhere that I'm not around my that thing, and then I the to look up sales and stuff. <laughs> Can't say it. So uh, did you did you see that there has been some uh, improvements to Xbox.com? No, I haven't been there recently. What happened no. to it? Well, uh, if you haven't been there recently, you now are able to search for demos, which apparently was a thing you couldn't do before. Uh, okay. And you can listen to voice messages. Uh, okay. Do either From of like those things mean? And I, I have no idea what it's talking about, so... Oh no! I mean, you you can send little voice messages to everybody, and you know, tell them how much they suck at a video game or something like that. Oh, but, uh, that sounds fun. It's always it's always been like that since 360. You could send little instead of typing out a long message, you can just tell them instead of typing out your trolling rage. Or or you that can you can be like, it. you could say, well, before it was like, hey, make sure to get this. Hey, make sure to be on at this time. Hey, that's awesome what you did. Blah blah blah. Anything. You would just leave these little voice messages, but you could only hear it if you were on the. Uh, but now you can hear it on when you're logged in. I guess that's pretty cool, especially if you do that a lot. Which uh, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't really give any idea of how much of a use uh, thing this is, but apparently these are things that people have been asking for. So, huh? Well, I'm checking it out now, and yeah, it looks different. But as far as uh, looking for demos, I mean, that, oh. It's, it looks like what people are doing is they're searching for demos and then queuing them up to download 
to their system from from the Xbox.com. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that that's handy. I mean I know when I've there's been a couple of times where I've either had a, a, a pre-order from the PlayStation Store or something that I bought while I've been you know on my phone app at work you know and I can use that to tell the PS4 to start downloading it. So you know I, I guess I can see the utility of it. I just don't know that it's something that a lot of people are going to be using. I am perfectly fine without it. So I mean hooray. For those who use it, there it is. But hey, so uh, I but so it also shows... want to get voicemails. Hey, <laughs> ugh, that sounds awful. <laughs> well, I know that especially we were... because I have a screen name that no man would ever choose. My screen name is like obviously like a woman. It's just like no man would ever. Men usually choose like you know things like you guys have. No one, men don't choose Latin, obscure Final Fantasy eight reference. Names. It's just like, uh, so I, because I already get some really weird messages anyway, like, or friend requests from people. It's like, who the hell is that? So I wouldn't want voicemails. Yeah, since they've launched the you might know thing on the PS4, I know I've gotten a lot more random friend requests. I'm like, no, you don't. No, never mind. Go away. Um, so, since we have been talking about uh, television, there are a couple of interesting things going on in television land that are game related. Um, I have. I bet Mark's just so when he's going to hear this, he's going to be so pissed. Well, that that's we're talking about TV. He guaranteed me he was going to be here, not just be here, but he's here for the entire show. So, the most things we can do to piss him off, I am all for it. Cool. Let's talk about sports. Oh my gosh, Tony Romo is out. Dallas Cowboys. Why? They're all sad. I boo hoo. Anyway, that's it. All right. Sure, you don't have anything you want to say about uh, the the Bears? Every baseball. I mean, how every underdog team beat everything Sunday. It was the saddest thing in the world. Not only did the Bucks and Redskins want... Okay, we we're, we better stop this. Well, the, the number of yep. 0-2 teams at this point is kind of crazy. But, yeah. Alright, back to back to TV and games. Yes. Um, so or I, or not, the fact that Tom what? Brady thinks Donald Trump would be a good president. Of course he would. I was like, when I read that, I was like... Jesus Christ, there's just another reason to hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're both like, so far removed from reality, it's, you know, kind it's, of it's impossible sad. to take anything they say seriously. So, um, But I have not watched an episode of Late Show since Stephen Colbert has taken over. Uh, have either of you? No. Sadly, I have not. I feel so bad because I remember I heard something that from the first episode to the second episode, he lost. Forty percent of his viewership, or something. Mm, like, probably sounds it. about right for for a premiere. Oh, okay. That, but, uh, but I just feel but, bad because it seems like it's going to be an amazing show. We're also eating on air. Mark is going to die. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. I'm going to oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, you're so dead, dude. Mark is like somewhere, like even if he's not watching this, he's somewhere, like just feeling like stabs of disturbance pain in his and head. force. Yeah. <laughs> even though he hates Star Wars. Uh, you know, no accounting for taste. But anyway, um, so next week you might just have a reason to tune in to Stephen Colbert. On Thursday, the 1st of October, he will be hosting Mr. Pie himself. PewDiePie will be on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Obviously, his name right. What? PewDiePie? 
There you go. Um, yeah, so uh, he'll be on. Obviously, recently uh, the most uh, viewed person on YouTube with over 13 million views. Uh, so that's a big deal. I have deal. no idea who you're talking about. Seriously? Okay. Um, even I know about it, so I figured if I knew about it, everyone knows about it. Uh, he is a, oh gosh, Swedish or Norwegian? Let's play, Swedish, yeah. Swedish. Swedish guy whose name I can never remember, who is one of the early uh, Let's Play streaming peoples. Um, and he makes a quadrillion dollars a year just from sitting around playing video games online and people watching him do it while he talks about what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of crazy, but he's one of the premier, I still call it Let's Plays. Uh, you know, he's got his little picture down in the corner talking while he's playing. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about now. It's just because you, you didn't say his name right. <laughs> it's PewDiePie. That's how you say it. <laughs> PewDiePie. He's not of my little pony. Hey, he might be a brony. I don't know. Um... Anyway, oh, yes, I... it's PewDiePie, but never. Well, I've always heard of PewDiePie. Maybe it's just you know me. Anyway, um, I need more of this apparently to survive this podcast. What is it, by the way? Uh, this is the Sierra Nevada Red IPA. Sierra Nevada IPA. Which one? The red flip side. Oh, the flip side. Oh, yeah. that's the hoppy red. Yeah, mm. it's very hoppy red, which is conflicting oh. because I'm not a huge fan of hops, but I love reds, so it's it's I'm very conflicted about this. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so that's uh, that's on the October the first in October. He will be hosting Sean Murray, better known as that guy that hasn't released No Man's Sky yet. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit intrigued about why he might be going on the show. There's there's the conspiracy theorist in me that wants to believe that they're going to announce date? the release date. It's going to happen. That's going to happen then. On the late show with Stephen Colbert on the 2nd yep. of October, whatever time your locality plays said show. I, it's, I, it just it makes yeah, sense. It seems, though, like no matter who he's going to have on, even if it's cool and geeky, he's not going to cut into Fallon's ratings. Oh no! They're gonna, they're gonna know, try. He's not yeah. known for for being of this. I mean, you've got you know uh, Conan with the Clueless Gamer, and then you've got. I wish you know, did more of those. They're so uh, funny. Oh, they're so funny. <laughs> and then you've got Fallon, who is you know the actual geek of the bunch of them. So he actually knows what he's talking about. Um, so anyway, just uh, those are not. That's I don't pay attention to late night variety shows or whatever you want to call them, talk shows, late night shows. So uh, I would have never paid attention to the fact that any of that was going on. So I will definitely be paying attention to Friday's uh, show just because I, I won't be able to shake the feeling that they're going to make an announcement there. Um, in news that amazes no one, Dragon Age Inquisition is getting a Game of the Year edition. Ah! <laughs> If you didn't get Dragon Age Inquisition, or you did, but didn't buy the Season Pass or any of the DLC and just don't want to go through the hassle of buying DLC and just want to buy the game all over again, uh, October 6th is the day you will see that drop for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. The last Is there anything system. new coming into it, or just stuff that's already been released? Uh, it is the game and the two or three... Um, 
well, no, all, whatever the content has been released since launch. But they're not I releasing was, anything for, like, the Game of the Year no, edition. There, there's no, no unique... Uh, there's no unique uh, content to this. It's all just the game plus all bundled with all the DLC that's come out for it. That reminds me that I have to download the DLC for Dragon Age. I haven't downloaded any of it. See, I didn't buy the season pass for that one, so... Um, I, I know. I should have, though. It's it's one of those games that's still sitting there waiting for me to go through. I just look at the time I have to play games, and I go, I don't want to dive into that because I'm not going to want to quit. And so then I end up playing yeah. something like Axiom Verge instead. So, you you yeah, you have time for like the quicker things, but Dragon Age is a time investment. So, yeah, yep. um, I kind of want to play it again though. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to try and figure out uh, how to get, get going on that. I'm going to have to come up with a better schedule or something. But uh, do, do either of you... do, do either of you family. Free... <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the kids are getting older, so soon, soon I'll be able to kick them out of the house, and then I'll have more time. That's the theory, right? Yeah, sure. Um, do either of you uh, mess around with Steam at all much? No. Nope. No? Well, I, I have... My computer sucks. I have off and on again. Again, yeah, I can usually not buy too amazing of things because, yeah, I don't, I don't uh, have the bestest, awesomest video cards, and it's a laptop, so eh, there's that. But a game that will not tax anyone's system unless it's 20 years old is available for free today till 10 a.m. tomorrow uh, Pacific time. You can download the downward. Wow. Download the original Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. That quirky little game that had the most funny insert uh, was that section. Remember how all the PS1 booklets had the description of how to how to put the game into your console and how to start it? And instead of that, it said, if you need us to explain how to put the game in and start this thing, then just bundle this game back up and take it back to the store and return it because this game is not for you. Um Still got that case around here somewhere. It was hilarious. Um, but uh, Abe's Oddworld Abe's Odyssey was the first of the Oddworld games. It's a side-scrolling... Um, it's a puzzler, really, is what it is. It's a puzzle game on how to get out of this factory where you just found out that you and your people are slated to become popsicles. Or meatsicles. Or modoxicles. Or, I don't know, something like that. It's getting weird here. So, yeah, if you've never played it or you're at all interested, it's completely free and it's yours to keep forever. All you have to do is go and add it to your uh, download list and you're good to go. Even if you never play it, it's a free game. What's it hurt? Um, so, Destiny, since you're getting ready to fire that beast back up, I was hoping Nick would be here to talk about this, because inevitably, whenever I try to talk about something Destiny, I bone it up because I have absolutely no cares in the world for this game. Uh, but, aside from the fact that this article had a statement in it about the fact that the game's been out for a whole week and people are still finding new stuff disturbed me horribly... Um, apparently there is a secret Destiny mission inside of a Destiny mission that has been discovered that will uh, get snag you some uh, rare exotic weapon. Um, so there's apparently multiple of these things that are, that are known to be, but uh, what this one is is inside of the daily uh, called Lost to Light, 
you get to a certain point in the level, and instead of progressing like you're supposed to, you take a left-hand turn at Albuquerque, and if you do it all right and in the right timing and meet all the criteria, your not-dinklebot will tell you something, and then you get a timer of 10 minutes, and you have to basically clear the entire part of the level within that 10 minutes. And it's hard. This is not this is not an easy thing. This is not enemies that you're one shouting to the head and take care of. But clear it, you'll ex you'll get yourself the black spindle sniper rifle, which is apparently the uh, 2.0 version of a 1.0 sniper rifle that I never had. So uh, if you want to find out about that or want to make sure you get that done, uh, I don't know how often. I don't know how often that daily is that daily always available. Is it only available some of the time? I have no idea. Uh, but Lost Delight is that, and uh, as more of these things are discovered, I'm sure they'll be out there with walkthroughs and playthroughs and all the different stuff. So you too can have all the cool loot because you know you got to have all the cool loot within a week so that you have you know the next six months to gripe about. There's nothing new to do. Uh, we kind of broke this story earlier. Uh, well, we didn't break it, reported on it. We broke the story. Yes, we found it. Uh, about uh, the situation with legacy controllers, Rock Band 4, and the Xbox One. That came in the form of, it was going to cost Xbox One uh, adapters, if they wanted to use their old equipment, uh, it was going to cost them extra because they could not connect those instruments directly to the Xbox One. Uh, along with the uh, availability of the downloadable version of Rock Band 4, they announced the uh, standalone USB accessory uh, at $24.99, $25. Uh, what it will allow you to do is allow you to sync four instruments up to a single USB device that connects to your Xbox One, allowing you to use those, ga those uh, instruments within the game. Uh, so... Uh, if you're looking to try to get by without buying all the new plastic instruments because you think yours are just dandy the way they are, uh, you can go ahead and go to uh, Xbox and you can pre-order Rock Band 4, downloadable now, and head over to, uh, let's see, where was this? Amazon, I think. Yes, Amazon, and you can order the Rock Band 4 Legacy Controller Adapter for $25. Speaking of the... The uh, downloadable version of Rock Band 4 for the Xbox One. It's coming with some exclusive tracks if you do that. Uh, so there are 12 tracks that are probably limited time exclusives. If you uh, go ahead and download that, you'll get them as a, or you'll pre order that, excuse me, from the Xbox uh, store. You will get these uh, 12 songs. They include All That Remains, What If I Was Nothing, Baby Metal, Give Me Chocolate, Earth, Wind, and Fire, September, Interpol, All the Rage, Back Home, Jefferson Starship, Jane, Lincoln Park, Rebellion, Marilyn Manson, The Mistopheles of Los Angeles, uh, Mastodon, High Road, My Morning Jacket, One Big Holiday, Pierce the Veil, King for a Day, Weird Al. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, My Own Eyes. Oh, that's yeah, too cool. Eyes. Ah, that's too and cool. Uh, The Wild Feathers, Backwoods Company. That's the one of that list. I have no idea what that song is. I've never heard of the Wild Feathers or Backwoods Company. I have no idea what that it is. It might be an internal band like they do sometimes. Yeah, that could be. I, I, I have no idea what that is. I've heard of all of the rest of those songs, but I have not heard of that one. <laughs> 
So, yeah, Rock Band 4, it's coming soon, October 6th. It'll be here. Uh, I did get a shipping notice for mine, so it'll show up somewhere wow. between the 6th and the 10th. So, um, yay. Other games that are getting close that will possibly set the world on fire, Lego Dimensions. Lego Dimensions launches this Sunday. Uh, so if you are looking to get any uh, orders or pre-orders in, uh, you have very limited time. I did finally pre-order mine um, from a Is store. Is there any benefit the... to pre-order right now? Is not you... from where I ordered it from. Uh, there is no pre-order bennies. I haven't seen any pre-order bennies anywhere. So on one hand, that's good because you're not getting just having to sit there and decide which set of bennies you want to go with, with which vendor you purchase it from. On the other hand it completely invalidates the need to pre-order. Uh, I just decided I wanted to, you know, be able to pick it up. I was going to have it shipped, and then uh, the, the difference in shipping between yesterday and today is if I had bought it yesterday, it would have gotten here on Tuesday, but if I bought it today, then it was going to get here on Friday. So, <laughs> all right, fine. I'll just, just have it at the store, and I'll oh, go pick it up. Man. Fine, whatever. Um, and... Uh, I, I have to say, uh, when when Best Buy first started their Gamers Club thing, it was a horrible deal. They had it mispriced. They had the benefits all wrong. But they have fixed it. Um, and if you're going to be buying any amount of games and you have no qualms with doing business with Best Buy, which I don't, um, their $30 Gamers Club thing, which is good for two years, is actually a heck of a deal. So um, look into that. Don't dismiss it. Figure it out if it'll work for you. It's not for everybody, but it might just be for you. Oh my gosh, there's so many hacks for Lego Dimensions. Oh, there are, and you know we're we're getting there's several packs that are coming out launch day, and then there's a bunch more coming out in November, and then there's a bunch more coming out in January, and we don't even know when the Doctor Who level pack is coming out yet. At least oh I my seen gosh, it, we do know there's. Oh, that's just too crazy. There's five $30 ones, mm-hmm. four $25 ones. Let's see, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26 $15 ones. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the difference between those are the $30 ones are ones with levels. Uh-huh. Uh, the $25 ones are three pack characters. Mm. Uh, ones and then the fun packs are the fifteen dollar ones, which usually get you a character in a vehicle. Um, I'm getting fifteen the... bucks. Yeah, yeah, fifteen bucks. It's Legos. Jesus. Um, Legos, yeah. The, uh, so I'm getting the the core set, the Back to the Future story set, and then the uh, Wicked Witch, which comes with a flying monkey. So I had to have a flying monkey, and I had to have oh, a bad guy because you never know when you need a bad guy. So, Buster's Doctor Who Simpsons. Oh, Doctor Who is November third. Oh, is it really? Okay, I hadn't yeah. seen a release date, so that's coming on November. So that'll be that'll be a birthday pickup for me. Um, but uh, yeah. So the funny thing is, is I've heard tons about Dimensions. I've heard tons about Disney three point Infinity three point which I'm having fun with. Uh, but I've heard nothing about Skylanders. It launched. It happened. Eh, old news. <laughs> Like this is awesome. 
Yeah, I think, I think I think Lego may have completely co-opted any uh, market that Skylanders had in this. Uh, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm completely missing the mark. But I have not heard anybody that buys these games that I know of talk at, about Skylanders at all. It's all been about Lego, and it's all been about Star Wars, Disney, and Star Wars Infinity. Uh, we'll just call it what it is. Fun um, pack is Benny and his spaceship. Yeah, Benny and the Spaceship. I almost oh. added that one to my order, but I'm like, eh, I'll pick that one up later. Because you know they'll, you know that Toys R Us or somebody will have one of those sales like they do, where you buy one get oh, one. Oh right, right. So just get the ones you want and then wait till it goes crazy like that. Yep. Okay. So, uh, things that are coming to take over our lives, uh, especially you, Turo. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you need something to fill that gap when there's not a new Pokemon game out. Yeah, it's called more Pokemon. Well, but you might you might feel the need to go hunt some some ghosts. No, I'm not gonna do it, man. Well, in case you think you might, uh, the anime is actually launching here in the U.S. Set to de- de- debut on Disney XD Channel on October 5th. Uh, there will be a four-day marathon, which I'm not sure exactly how much they're going to run during that four-day marathon. But then it will, after that, it will jump into its normal Monday time slot and be once a week. Uh, so it's, it's, it's huge in Japan. It is. It is, yeah. it is downright all over the place huge in Japan. Level there are 5 is three, in charge of it. There are already three games in there. It's level 5. Uh. This has the potential to become dangerous. Um, but, you know... Uh, I'll, I'll probably watch some of the anime just to see what they do with it. Uh, the the kids will probably latch onto it, I'm guessing, so it'll probably be another DVR recording we have set. But uh, just so you know, they did set a launch date for the uh, anime. If you are interested well, in, uh, watching I might be uh, I might be okay because I don't have cable. I have Netflix and Hulu, and I don't think I get Disney XD or anything like that. Right, but Disney so, does have the deal with Netflix, so it will be on Netflix. Hoop, hoop. Later, not now. Later, probably. Later, not later. Now. Yeah, okay, I'm safe for now. I'm good. For now, for now you might be all right. Um, one of the game <laughs> series, I, I am a large Mega Man fan. I am not the best at the games, and sometimes they make me want to just bash my head through a window. Um, oh, my one, gosh. One of the versions of Mega Man I never got into was the Legends series. Mega Man Legends is now heading to the PlayStation Network next week. Uh, for $9.99, it will work on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. So sadly, it's not a PS4 game, but I'm not getting rid of my PS3 anytime because it is an amazing NF, uh, discount game machine right now. Um, so if anybody is interested in that and has a functioning PlayStation 3 or Vita, you'll be able to pick that up next week. Uh, now, since we've had a Tronbone port and the Mega Man Legacy collection. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see where Capcom might be going with this and if they're looking to start reviving some of their uh, classic uh, uh, franchises. There you go. That's what I was looking for. I don't have nearly enough of this in me to have that hard of a time talking. Um, so now I was really expecting Mark to be here to talk about this one because well, you know, he is all things Trek all the time, all the time, every time. But someone has gone to the trouble of recreating all 42 decks, 
42 decks of the Ooh, Enterprise. 42 decks? <laughs> yeah, that's a different show. Um, <laughs> the 42 decks of the Enterprise D from Star Trek The Next Generation in the Unreal Engine. Um, and all of the sh- all of the rooms uh, that were shown within the series or the movies have been recreated uh, based on that material. Anything that is basically not ever been shown in a film format, they've uh, tr- attempted to extrapolate based on other things they've seen and showed during the series and the movies and whatnot to create a uh, reasonable uh, a resemblance of what they believe that area would look like. Um, they're also trying to get uh, worked in to make this VR compatible. It is not a game. Nothing works. You're literally just walking around the Enterprise, uh, which in and of itself is kind of interesting just to get a, a sense of the scale of the ship because uh, it's a very large ship by Star Trek standards, but it's actually not very big. If you ever look at that chart of all the different sci-fi ships related to each other, yeah, the Enterprise and the Starfleet ships are not that big compared to some of the other uh, universes' ships. So, um, but it would still be a pretty good walkout if you were workout if you were actually walking. Um, so, that is something to uh, look forward to. Um, so, Turo. Yes. This really doesn't relate to you, but I felt like saying your name. Hooray! Uh, it's so much fun to say. Arturo, 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 but, Arturo. If, if, but if any of us were to decide to all of a sudden make Windows 10 our gaming machine uh, and platform of, of our primary gaming, we would be able to record our videos now thanks to the Xbox app. Hey. So you can... Uh, if you're if you're looking to try to get your videos up online so that everyone can see the brilliance that is you playing a game, uh, you can use the DVR function in the Xbox app to capture the video and then upload it to the service of your choice. It is not yet capable of being able to actually live stream. If you want to do that, you'll have to go through all the normal hoopla that you have to do to live stream from a uh, from a PC. But basically, this is as easy as starting up the Xbox app, uh, setting up the recording uh, tab, I guess, and then it's a uh, Windows G uh, to start to get uh, Windows G to bring up the console, Windows Alt R to start recording, Windows Alt R to end recording, edit and upload. So uh, yeah, if anybody out there, if your PC is your gaming platform and you're on Windows 10 you can use the Xbox app. You do have to have a live account, so you'll have to go through that um, to uh, do that without any extra equipment or uh, software. So, yay. Except the PC Master Race would never stoop to getting a console subscription. (laughs) This is true. This is true. But I have to believe that there are some... uh, uh, less hardcore gamers out there uh, in the PC community. I'm probably deluding myself, but you know, hey, I got to do something with my life. Uh, in some interesting news, uh, this is something that could potentially disrupt any upcoming game development, but there have been a, a bit of friction that is starting to come to a head between game developers and the portion of the Screen Actors Guild that represents voice actors. And they are currently now uh, considering a vote on whether they should strike 
or not to push for the uh, proper compensation that they feel. Uh, primarily what they're looking for is what I would have referred to previously as royalty rights. Uh, so what they are looking for is instead of just getting all their pay upfront, uh, taking a smaller upfront pay and then getting a bonus at the two at, at every two million increment up to eight million. So they would get their their base pay for doing the work. If the game makes or sells two million copies, they get essentially a royalty check. If it sells four million copies, they get another royalty check. If it sells six million copies, they get another royalty check. And if it sells wow. eight million copies, they get another royalty check. But it caps at eight. So beyond eight million copies, then so we're really only talking about big games here, right? So. Okay. Uh, so those the Call of Duties, the the Halos, the basically shooter games, <laughs> but anything that's going to sell tons of money, there are are people within the voice actors uh, portion of SAG that feel that 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 would be a better compensation package for them than the typical here's your however much you get paid for how many lines you're going to do, and be on your way. There's also some accounting for uh, motion capture workers, which are sometimes the same people as the um, as the voice actors, sometimes not, uh, and uh, any other groups that are part of the SAG uh, group, which is the AFTRA. I'm not exactly sure what that stands for, but uh, so trying to get uh, what they believe is fair compensation and, and working conditions for the uh, work that they do. Um, the, the game development companies and publishers haven't been as, as hot on this, uh, but a number, number of notables have uh, been leading the charge to vote for the strike if they cannot come to a, a settlement. Uh, people including Will Wheaton, Phil Lamar, Jennifer Hale, Ashley Birch, and Steve Bloom have all thrown their uh, support behind striking if a resolution cannot be uh, reached. Wow. So uh, if that actually does come to a head and they do strike, uh, you can see we're probably going to see a, a rash of titles being pushed back as this will most likely cut into their development time unless they decide to go ahead and hire non-union voice actors which that will just cause the problem to get even <laughs> I know, I was trying to be polite. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll I'll do voice actor work. You know, I don't care. Pay pay me whatever you want. Uh, but <laughs> so the uh, yeah, uh, they, they could definitely see this impacting some of the uh, especially bigger titles uh, development cycles. Uh, thoughts on this? <sighs> it, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm so not in that you know world. So. It's kind of hard for me to voice an opinion because I don't know what they get now. I'd have to like look it up and stuff. In terms, I had I had no idea this was going on, but I'd have to look up what they get in terms of pay and you know that sort of thing before I could kind of say which side was in the right. Right. But, well, I mean, it's been an option for film actors for forever. I mean, uh, Alec Guinness is the kind of famous slash infamous for being the only member of the original Star Wars crew to work royalties into his contract. So he was paid for the rest of his life on anything Star Wars because of the way he negotiated his contract. Mm -hmm. 
which is kind of sad because he's also the person that absolutely hated the fact that he ever worked on those films. But um, I can't believe that. When I read that a while back, it made me super sad. <laughs> that he hated the whole series yeah, and the fact like, that he worked on it and everything? He said that some people came up to him you know, saying, oh my gosh, Obi-Wan, da-da-da-da. He was like, get out of my face. Yeah, I got the impression he wasn't the nicest old guy, but... Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a, definitely an option that's been out there, and I guess I, I I don't know how things like that are negotiated either, and I don't know what they're getting paid. I mean, if other people in the union get to negotiate that stuff, they should be allowed to, too. I mean, it does work a little differently, but if you're in the same union. Yeah. And it's, it's a different branch. It has a different subtitle, but it, it's all part of the Screen Actors Guild. So... Uh, I, I think this is probably one of those turning points, right? Voice acting for games is still relatively new. Now, what I'd be interested in seeing is, is it the same part of the SAG that covers screen or voice acting for animation? So, do they get the same thing? So, if you... If you oh. on... And it's also interesting because video games are still very, like, you know, dual Japan rest of the world kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And this wouldn't affect Japanese voice acting at all. Right. So any Japanese games would be able to go through no problem. Right. This just basically affects North American games. North, yeah, and presumably localizations if they're done in North America. Yeah, they could just do subtitles, though. Right. Yeah, that that could be the other cases. You know, Japanese developed titles that are coming Oof. over. We may lose um, lose North American a branch, English, yeah, uh, 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 voice track. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and just do strictly subtitles, which some people prefer anyway. There's a lot of people that say we shouldn't have English localizations of the voice acting; that it should all just be subtitles. But uh, you know, that goes back to that whole sub dub. That's a whole nother ball of wax. That's a whole nother area. Um, But I I thought this was interesting, and yeah, until I read this today, I had no idea this was going on. I have not heard boo about this. So... um, So It's just now getting big, then. Well, because they're going to call a strike. If they strike, you know, that, that immediately starts to affect things. So this could be a change in the way things are done as far as voice acting in the video game media. Yeah. Wow. So this is this is revolutionary here. Wow. And the reason acting two point Yeah. So um, yeah, I guess I can see where publishers are probably used to saying, "Hey, you know, we just pay these. They're they're a commodity for us, right? They're 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 not employees of the company. They're not really. They're kind of subcontractors, I guess." But they're they're a commodity. They buy that person's time to do this work. They've paid them. Life goes on. I think the argument really has got to be there. Did anyone buy the game because that person was in it? You know, do you go buy a game because Nathan Fillion was in it? Do you go buy a game? Well, because... I think, especially now that they're starting to do use actors' likenesses in games, like that's become a new thing. With like Kevin Spacey in Advanced Warfare, Angela Bassett's going to be in the new. Was it Splinter Cell? One of those games Angela Bass is going to be in. Nathan Fillion in Halo. Um, So, yeah, like, there's that whole other thing, too, where it's, like, not just their voice. It's their face. Right. 
And that, that's got to be a whole other thing, too, because like, if you're just giving your voice to a character, that's one thing. But if you're giving your likeness to a character, that I think that's governed by a whole other set of rules and things. So do they play by the same rules as someone who's strictly a voice actor? And you know, I think mocap is the one that's kind of the, the redheaded, illegitimate stepson. Well, right? You know. I wonder if it works. This is probably so boring to everyone who's like listening right now. <laughs> But hey, we have a viewer. They haven't left like, yet. Because so. there are people who their job is like they're models, and they get used, their body scan gets used as the image of the character, and someone else does the voice. So is that in mocap? Like, I don't know. Yeah. How did that? How does that happen? You know, and and then but then you look at something like Uncharted, where all the main characters do their own mocap. How do you treat the uchitamas of mocap? Yeah, well, as, as opposed to like Mortal Kombat where they have someone else doing the mocap, obviously, because they need a martial artist, compared mm-hmm. to, like, the voice actor in Hollywood. Right. So uh, this has got to definitely open a lot of cans of worms, and I can't blame the developers for not wanting to mess with it, because, again, I can see how they just look at it as a commodity. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work to find your time. I well, your time. I think you did your work, now go away. I wonder, I wonder how it, like, if there's a lot more royalties and stuff happening, how that affects smaller games. Bigger games, whatever, they have the budget. Right. But well, smaller my, games... My is the, the, well, the thing is, right, is they get a lot less upfront, Right? So that's that that's the trade-off, right? So you're really only going to... If you're a voice actor, you either have to assume you've got a sleeper hit and it's going to go big, or you're working on a major franchise title anyway. Nobody's going to go to... Matt Kuhn's super super adventure and want royalties that are going to hit at two million sales because they know that's never going to hit two million in sales. You'd be surprised. <laughs> this is true. I, I'd be surprised about lots of things, but um, it's got super in the title twice. This is true. It's really super in my head. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's but, the sequel. Um, it's it's really super. It's really really super. Super. Uh yeah yeah. But uh that was our that was our big article for today. That was our that was our head head thinker. Um uh, yeah, cuz it it really took me off off uh off guard cuz I had not heard anything about this and I saw a couple articles on this today. So um yeah, we'll have, have to, to watch and see happens. because they're they're in the midst of the vote, so we'll see where this goes. Anything that's because they do voice acting early on in development, so anything that's early in development is immediately going to be delayed unless they come to a quick resolution. Yeah, my guess would be is if 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 the developers get wind that the vote is not going their way, they'll they'll figure out some sort of step with the future plan steps to be come up with for the long term plan. And then we'll probably go through this all again when they balk on actually going through the long-term plan. But yeah, that's me being future. Actually, I wonder if like voiceover. It depends on the game, I guess. But voiceover is one of those things that would be like you'd be dealing with it throughout the production because you need the actual dialogue to animate to, mm-hmm. and at the same time, towards just like in a movie, you'd probably be doing ADR towards the end of production if there was, like, no characters and just, like, voiceovers and stuff, right? Or NPC characters that just needed, like, a quick voice, but maybe you couldn't even see their mouths moving or something, right? Right. So, yeah, it could could affect 
depending on the game, it could affect them at any level of development. Yeah. And then, you know, there's re-recording as, you know, the, the game development goes and they change some plot thing and they have to have, bring people back to re-record parts and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. The same as in a movie. Yeah. So, uh, the last article I had today uh, caught my eye, I suppose probably because, one, uh, I had no idea that this was a thing, and two, I have kids... But uh, the NPD group on Wednesday released its results of kids in gaming in 2015. Uh, it's a report that offers insight into what platforms and what types of games children between the ages of 2 and 17 are playing the most. Previously... It's kind of a, oh, it's kind of a big group because 2-year-olds and 17-year-olds don't really have anything in common. <laughs> Other than they are uh, all... They are alive human beings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, there's not a lot in common there. Uh, but having dealt with children between the ages of 2 to 16, haven't hit 17 yet, uh, you know, this, this was kind of intriguing to me. Uh, and the thing I had no idea was that for the majority of children under the age of 17, up till this year, PC had actually been the top gaming platform for kids. I wonder um, if that's because of Facebook games. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I kind of I didn't, didn't actually get the report. I'm going to see if I can actually find this Things article. Like didn't link the report. or whatever. Yeah, it could be. Or, you know, I mean, I know we had Reader Rabbit and, you know, all those so learning that's, style that's games. That's considered PC gaming then. Right, because they're, they're learning uh. games, but they were on the PC. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you can both guess what took its place. Call of Duty. Yes, two, two to five-year-olds are playing Call of Duty on their Xbox Ones. Yep, I knew it. It's no. the new drug. <laughs> it actually got younger and younger. Surprisingly, 63% of children now are report, oh, excuse me, reporting playing games regularly on their mobile devices. Darn it. Um, iPads are not parents. <laughs> oh. uh, I can't like I still think it's weird when I see a twelve year old with a cell phone. Yeah. Um my sixteen year old doesn't have a phone yet, so um forty five percent of children. Maybe I, maybe I just like depriving children of things they like. <laughs> I'm just uh, well and here's the thing though too, because this has happened in our house. I've wondered how much of this is because Parents are getting new phones and they're passing their old device down. It's no longer a phone. It's basically a tiny tablet to their kids. Oh, darn it. That, that has happened in our house with the last three phones is they've gone to the kids basically as tiny tablets when we get a new phone. And then so, kids spend like $500 a month on in-app purchases. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the part you got to watch out for. Um, but uh, 45% of children, 22 to 17, report that playing as a home computer is their primary system, which is down 22% from the report in 2013. Uh, the, the decline is across the entire age range, but it is the largest in the ages 2 to 5. So 2 to 5-year-olds are no longer playing Reader Rabbit. They're playing Angry Birds. And or Candy Crush or something like that. Candy Crush, and, and then I'm guessing... Well, I think the decline probably is because of the same games are on mobile. Like before, a couple years ago, you'd play Farmville and, you know, those kind of games on Facebook, on your right. computer. And now you play them on your phone. So it's probably the same games, it's just changed platforms. 
Right. And this was interesting, and this is part of the reason why I want to get the full report to kind of review, but console gaming, which includes handhelds, also dropped um, across the range. Uh, it dropped least in the 9 to 11 age group, which only held 41%, where that was the primary consoles group. are being priced out of that age group. Right. Whereas, you know, like in my household, because I am a gamer we have those devices, and they get used a lot. Um, but if you, you know, were taking Amber, you might not have them. Right. So, yeah, and you're you're not going to go spend that kind of money necessarily on something for the kids. Uh, and if you were, you're going to wait for a sale or some sort of discount. Or, well, you know, there's also... also a, they're a lot more sensitive now, too. So it's like... They, they just seem like... I mean, aside from the Wii U, really, but like the Xbox One and the PS4... They seem made for adults, like, as opposed to made for children. Yeah, that, that was something we struggled with. Um, actually, since the PS2 days was where we first started to notice it the worst, uh, was especially in the PS3 and then PS4 days, if we had younger kids, it would be really hard to find titles for them to play. I mean, you've still got your Skylanders, you've still got your LEGO Dimensions, but as far as... Uh, something like a Klonoa or, you know, your basic, simple, family-friendly platformer game. You don't tend to find those on the one in the, in the PS4. Uh, you do find some of that on, a lot on of the teen Wii and Wii M-rated stuff, yeah. Yeah. Wow, the consoles grew up with the people. Yeah, yeah. but they're also... They're, there's, there's, the, there's the problem there and the theory there, though, that... Yes, they're keeping up with the people who they started with, but they're not nurturing the next generation. Yeah, they're leaving them behind. The next generation is going to the mobile platforms, which that's why it's is growing. Sad. And that's why consoles are dying. Like I mean, especially in Japan, because we're dying. <laughs> consoles aren't dead yet, though. I mean, people have been decrying the death of the console, and but now when we're no, looking at this this two to five year old group. If they stay, they're with using that mommy and daddy's iPad. Right. That's so what two and five year olds are doing. They don't have little cell phones because they're right. Little, they're little. They have big tablets. Right. So they're using they're using the iPad or the you know Samsung Galaxy Tab or whatever they have access to that their parents have or uh, one of those. Uh, there are some kids specific kind of semi hardened tablets that they can get. Um, you know, are they going to stick with that, or are they going to say, hey, you know, I enjoy gaming on this. Maybe I want to try this other thing and see if I enjoy gaming on that. I don't know. That I can see where in the next 15-ish years is where we'll tell whether or not something like a dedicated television-based home console will be a thing that's going to stick around or not. I think it's going to take that long for it to become worn out, so to speak. Um... So I don't think this is the last iteration. I think we've got at least one more console iteration before we know one way or the other. Uh, and if, but if VR takes off the way that they're predicting, then I think you know, consoles are probably safe. But I, they probably I, predicted that the Move and Connect would be, you know, the next awesome thing too. Yeah, look at those. Exactly. I mean, I I still have a lot of skepticism about VR. I mean, I know. Uh, both Joe and uh, Mark have experienced it personally, and they're very excited about it. So that gives me some hope, but I also know Mark tends to get excited about everything. So, but, I mean, it's already probably going to be out of my price range. 
And right. I know I'm not the only one who is like, well, yeah, I'd like to try it, but I can't afford it, so, you know, too bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really, really curious to see where the not Morpheus's price point is going to be. Because I think that's going to be the most accessible. Wow, I cannot talk tonight. That is going to be the most accessible of the options and uh, the most affordable concurrently. And well, I mean, look at someone in your situation where you might have to buy five separate systems because it's like one headset, right? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> but <laughs> if you wanted to experience like a whole family atmosphere, like you right. know. You know, something it, it, for the whole family that would cost a fortune. Family, family pack for two grand. Yeah, it'll be like the new uh, Amazon tablet. They're fifty a piece, and you can buy six, uh, buy five, and get the sixth one free. Um, oh. But yeah, that, that, I mean, yeah. What what happens when you come up with that first game where it's a uh, uh, sword art, uh, sword art? Wow, words they mean things. Sword, sword art, art online, online kind of thing <laughs> where you want the whole family to get in there and jack in and 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 you can play together and go you know kill stuff. Yeah, that's that's gonna get pricey really fast. That'd be fun, um, but yeah. or like a VR rock band or something. Yeah, um, that would be interesting. But uh, and I, that's what they're trying to go with without using VR for the for the uh, Guitar Hero, I think. But um, so it's 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 this was also kind of interesting because it it it's funny to me that these are the numbers that we're looking at here. But uh, the report also included how much money children are spending on games. Now remember, we've got a ridiculously wide range here, so that that accounts for some of it. Uh, but for physical games, kids reported spending about, on average, $27 over the past three months. So with that price, we're talking about either seriously old and discounted stuff or used. My guess is going to be we're primarily looking there at used market. Mm -hmm. yep. um, comparis uh, by comparison, about $13 in the same period on what they refer to as digital games, so I'm going to assume those are downloaded, most likely, again, with that price period point, we're looking at phone, tablet games. Yeah, that are like 99 cents each kind of thing. Right, and, you know, buying all the extra coins or whatever, uh, and it, which is an increase of $5 average over the last report. Um, in terms of gender, across all categories, boys spent an average of $54 while girls spent about thirty six. Um, so come on, girls, you got some catching up to do, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Um, so anyway, it was a it was a very interesting thing uh, that this report was on. Uh, I do need to find a copy of this report. I'm not sure where <laughs> to get it from, but uh, if I find that out, I will make sure I post it in the post for the podcast. So if you are also interested in that, you can go ahead and take a look. Nobody is. Nobody is, but I can pretend. Um, so that brings us to the end of the news. And because Mark is a slacker and lazy and didn't want to participate or you know help in any way, shape, or form, he didn't put in any uh, mailbag. And since he's the only one that gets the mailbag, sorry, folks, no mailbag. What can I do? We could we could come up with questions and answer them. But uh, you can write into the mailbag and complain. <laughs> Yeah, right. Right <laughs> into the bag. Both at gamersledge.com. You lazy son of a whatever you want to put after that. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, 
anybody have any other news or discussion topics they wanted to hit for the week? Turo, no. do you have anything? Nope. I read something about Prometheus, but that's meh. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I will not be supporting that franchise any further. The first movie was one of the worst things I've ever watched in my life. Man, not even slightly entertained? Beyond the first 20 minutes, no. Wow. We were not amused. I've seen worse. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I have seen worse, but I I had... The Crow 4, I, I would go man. in with the fact I went in with expectations. That's like, that's like the low bar is The Crow 4. Okay, yeah, it wasn't the Crow 4, okay? It wasn't that. <laughs> but if Prometheus and the Crow 4 were both on TV at the same time, I can't say that I wouldn't watch the Crow 4 over Prometheus. Well, at least you can laugh at the Crow 4. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, my God, what were you thinking, David Boreanaz? Um, or like fat drunk Edward Furlong as the Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, or Dennis Hopper. I was just like, what? Yeah, what, what are you doing Dennis here? Well, Dennis Hip Hopper. That's what we called him after <laughs> watching that movie. <laughs> oh, shoot. But, yeah, no. Prometheus 2 won't have any tie to Aliens, but 4 might. Yeah. Are you those for three more movies? Are you? No, I'm not. Um. So, yeah. Um, so, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. We've talked a little bit about sports ball. We've talked a little bit about TV. Oh, yeah. Week three, week three predictions. Go. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're going to win. That's all. I, I like watching the, um, on Fallon, he has, like, the Tonight Show superlatives, where it's, like, they make up something funny based on the picture of some of the players for, for game that week. Mm-hmm. After the show, I'll post one, and we can watch it. <laughs> Um, other than that, um, comics have been have been flowing pretty well. Where the Star Wars series have been doing very well for Marvel. Uh, so far behind. The uh, the Secret Wars stuff is starting to tie up. Uh, they extended the main series, so that's going to be going on for a little while longer. But a lot of the yep. sub series are tying up here. Either this, uh, of course, the next four weeks. Um, we're going to start seeing the follow-on series' launch in late October. Uh, I now have to buy Iron Man because Mary Jane Watson's going to be in it. Um, <laughs> there are so many spider titles in this relaunch. It's like, oh my god, you're trying to kill me. Um, uh, but with that, I guess we go to closing thoughts. Turo. Hmm... Probably should have picked Kate this time. I keep on saying Turo because he's the first one in my list down at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I'm going to say... Never ready. He's never no, ready. I never have jumped in. I will say, play the old school consoles. Relive the nostalgia. Don't don't give in to mobile games. <laughs> That's it. Kate? Says the guy who plays Clash of Clans. <laughs> like crazy. Oh, gosh. Surrounded by hypocrites. <laughs> look! Look at the uh, suggested stuff. It's number two. <laughs> <laughs> See, Batman's important. Green Arrow isn't. That's the problem. Mm. You're by restaurants. That's new. Kate. 
Uh, I really should start playing games again. That's my closing thoughts. Yeah, they're fun. Hopefully that malaise. I've, a lot of people have hit that kind of gaming. I still have to right get. PS, I still have to resign up for PS Plus. That that is always a good thing to do because I then you tend can play the games. Yeah, I, so I then I can play the games. The time I have put into games mostly have been games that I've gotten off of Plus recently. Um, well, I, I really want to play. I got. I downloaded Ether One. And yep. I really want to play it, but I can't. Because uh, I have to uh, get PS Plus. Yeah. I started it and I got really intrigued by where in the world is this going, and then got distracted by shiny objects. So I'll have to get back to that one. Um, but I actually had a minor Facebook uh, uh, discussion, I guess it was. It wasn't a minor. Uh, it was interesting. Anyway, uh, it was a discussion between myself, Ian, and Rob, if either of you guys are watching. Uh, and it was about, you know, how as we've gotten to that, uh, you know, 30-something, pushing 40-something uh, range in our life, how we just we don't have time for the 100-hour adventure anymore. We just we can't find the place and the time to get the hours to, to cram into a, a dungeon, a Dragon Age, or a, or a Witcher, or a, a Fallout. You know, we all want to buy these games and we all want to experience them like we did when we were younger with the previous iterations and, and we just, we can't physically find the time to do it. And, you know, one of us was, well, I'm just going back to old school games. I'm going I'm going to go back and I'm going to play, you know, the, the old school style games and that's all I'm going to do. And, you know, go kind of go back to the old consoles, kind of like what uh, Turo was saying there. But there are a lot of options for games like that in the current sphere, especially yeah. with the PS4, with the emphasis that they've had on independent developers, a lot of those games are in They're the short. spirit of those old games. Like that Zeo Drifter from this last month. I finished that in like three hours or less. It was fun. It was quick. It was done. I have no problem with that. That was awesome. Um, I can still marathon games, but it's also because I've cut my ties with humanity. <laughs> so That's the all secret, we need to do. The secret yeah. to having time to game is cutting ties to humanity. Gamer's Ledge 9.5. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I had to throw one of those in here. Mark wasn't here to do it. So uh, I guess that's my thought is, you know, if you want to... if there's, there's games out there literally for every gaming style and every gaming type on almost every console available. Uh, it might take a little bit of digging to find them, but look if they're out there. Um, and we shan't never see the type of gaming environment we have right now again. Maybe we will. I don't know. It sounded cool at the time. <laughs> With that, however, uh, we draw to a close. I bid you all a farewell. Please like, subscribe, follow, plus one. I don't know what else all you do in all the different things. I think that covers most of the terms used. Um, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash gamersledge. We are on G+. We are on Instagram. We are on Pretty much everything. Twitter, at Gamers Ledge. Uh, follow, like, subscribe. 
Our YouTube page is uh, obviously where all of our videos go. So if you uh, go ahead and give us a follow and a subscription, there you go, that one, subscribe. Uh, there, you'll get updated whenever we upload a new video. If you go ahead and like it, uh, please comment. Let us know what you like, what you'd like to see, what you uh, don't like, and um, yeah. I really need to work on these intros and outros if I'm going to be doing them more often. <laughs> um, so, until yeah, this, next this time. This outro has been going for like 15 minutes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trying to pad our time because this is a really short podcast. But anyway, until next week, game on. Game on. Game on.